Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It's Sunday, June 12th, 2022, the Sunday before Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Let's talk about it. But first, remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, the Warriors delivered in game four, one by 10 on the road, took back home court. Steph Curry, 43 points. He will be the finals MVP if the Warriors win the finals. Now, I know Amal Shaw on VSIN and a bunch of other prognosticators are talking about the possibility of Steph Curry winning MVP if the Boston Celtics win the NBA Finals. All I would ask gamblers to do is to not be caught up in the moment. Just understand if we use history as a guide, that hasn't happened for decades. Right? I just personally don't believe that bet is worth it, thinking that Curry's going to win if the Celtics win. Because understand, the Celtics would have to win two of the next three. You have some players, Jalen Brown, for example, who've already had a pretty decent finals. Right? If the Celtics were to win two more games, there is a distinct possibility that either a Tatum, a Jalen Brown, a Marcus Smart, a Robert Williams, and Al Horford is going to make some big plays and that we're going to want to bestow this award on the Celtic who helped get the team across the line, right? So I'm not one of those who believes that Steph Curry, a guy on if the Celtics win, the losing team would be awarded the MVP, right? I think in the moment we get caught up with a lot of recent thoughts. I think you need to look at history. Let's talk about game four. The under hit. More bear for us, right? Also, understand, now that the Warriors have tied the series at two games apiece, and let's not get carried away. The series is tied right now, right? Neither team has won two games in a row. But if the Warriors win game five, just understand the prop I suggested in the earlier video before game four to take the Warriors plus one and a half games would hit. You would get a return of greater than even money on that bet whether or not the Warriors win the series. So just food for thought, game four was a bonanza for us, right? Let's talk about game five. I like Golden State in game five on a money line, right? In part because of the performance in game four. I also like the under in game five, the under two, 12 and a half, I like the under. So I like Golden State on a money line. I like the under 212 and a half. Let's talk about game four. Boston playing at home had less points in the second quarter than they did in the first. 
They had less points in the third quarter than they did in the second. They had less points in the fourth quarter than they did in the third. In other words, folks, I don't care how it looked on TV. Boston got stomped out. Right? That's another reason to take the under 212.5 for game five. I'll also be looking for an under on Boston as a team. Golden State's defense is making its presence felt. Let's talk about another aspect of Game 4. It's obvious now. Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart, can't stop Steph Curry. The Warriors have a motion offense. There are too many screens he has to get through. Curry, a three-point shooter, right? The only man in NBA history to have more than 400 threes in one regular season. Hit seven of 14 from three. In other words, Marcus Smart defensively against Steph Curry was not a factor. Now, let's stay with the three theme. This is very important. In game four, Boston matched Golden State with 15 threes and still lost by 10 at home. In other words, understand, Boston has been exceeding expectations throughout this series in hitting threes. Now, if there's a reversion to the mean, right, Golden State is the more efficient three-point shooting team. So if Boston gets overmatched by Golden State in Game 5 on the road, they could get swamped. Right? The reason Boston's losing isn't because Boston isn't making its threes. Let's dig a little deeper. Now, in the Memphis series, as I've mentioned here a couple of times in earlier videos on the finals, there's a game where the Golden State Warriors had 70 rebounds. Huge number against a rough-and-tumble Memphis team, Stephen Adams and company. Understand, in Game 4, in Boston, Golden State had 61 rebounds. Boston only had 49. Golden State out-rebounded Boston by 12 boards. Let me also say, too, after Game 1, many of you look at the comment section for the video on game one, many of you talked about how Boston was the more athletic team. That's the claim. That Boston just has the fresher, younger, better athletes. In game four, Golden State's Clark Kent leaned away, leaned back, and then showed you that he was the best athlete on the court on either team. And I'm talking about Andrew Wiggins, who himself, again, on the road, had 16 boards. Right? The 16, by the way, by Wiggins, were 10 more than the board total of Jalen Brown. It was five more than Jason Tatum.
it was four more than Robert Williams. Let me also say too, watching a game on TV is deceptive. You see the apparent athleticism and effectiveness of a Jason Tatum and of a Jalen Brown, right? You see these guys and you say, well, you know, Tatum, he's the heart and soul of the Celtic team, right? You go to a sports book and you notice of all the Celtics in the series, Tatum is the Celtic favorite to win finals MVP. Now, let's be clear. There's some in the game, Jerry West, I know, for a part of his career, who would not watch games because your eyes can deceive you. If you look at an advanced box score that has a plus-minus column, you're going to realize that Jason Tatum had a plus-minus of plus one. Jalen Brown had a plus-minus of zero. What that means is when Jalen Brown was on the court, the Golden State Warriors scored as many points as his team scored. Right. By the way, these guys were on the positive side of the ledger because Boston lost by 10. Now, I've been saying this all game, and it's not apparent. This guy is a stealth player. But Boston's best player, and he showed it in the plus-minus in Game 4, is Robert Williams. He had a plus-6. For those into analytics, you will realize that Robert Williams has been one of the better secrets in the entire league in terms of his positive analytics. Now, the reason why Williams' status as the most effective Celtic, and I'm not saying he's known enough to be among the favorites to win MVP for the Celtics, even though he's among the best Celtics in plus-minus, even though he's indispensable to their success. Right? The fans don't know about him as much as the analytical crowd knows about him. Williams, in fact, played, and it's unusual, since his surgery, more than 30 minutes in Game 4. So understand, the Celtics went for it in Game 4. Williams is off meniscus surgery in his knee. In these finals, he's played several games below 30 minutes. I'm just telling you, and I know it's controversial, I'm just telling you how I spend my money. To me, Williams is Boston's best player, and that puts them in a tough spot because Williams coming off surgery can't go out there every night and play 40 minutes like several Warriors did in Game 4. You have to pace Robert Williams. Folks, there's a game in this NBA Finals where he played less than 20 minutes. Understand, the Celtics were up Halfway through the fourth quarter, they clearly tried to win game four. Don't be fooled by the 10-point margin. A lot of that is the second half of the fourth quarter. 
So because Williams played over 30 minutes in game four, if I'm the young head coach of the Boston Celtics, I have a hard decision to make. No one's going to say this publicly. But I have to ask myself, what are our chances of hopping on a plane, going across three time zones, and beating the Golden State Warriors in Golden State? where Golden State's only lost once. That's a game they remember this postseason. That was game one of this finals to this Celtic team. Right? If you're Boston's head coach, you might decide, okay, game five, our chances of success there are remote. I need this thoroughbred. I need my best player out on the court at home in game six. I need to target game six and then we'll just, if we win game six, we're in a game seven. We'll just let the chips fall where they may, right? Give everyone the opportunity to play hard in game seven, right? That's another reason to look at game five with suspicion. If you're leaning toward the Boston Celtics. Understand, forget the highlights. I get that Jalen Brown looks like a world beater on the highlights. I get that Jason Tatum made an all-NBA team. Right? Forget the highlights. Forget the glamour. Look at the plus-minus. Right? Look at the defense. Robert Williams made an all-NBA defensive team. Understand the value to the team. Right? Robert Williams just played over 30 minutes. Heavy minutes for him post-surgery. Right? That should give you some pause in even thinking about the Celtics for Game 5. Now, on the Warriors, this might surprise some people. You know, Curry had a plus-minus of plus 11, which is better than the plus 10 that the Warriors won by, right? You know, he had 43 points. We're calling in a legendary performance. Would it shock you that Wiggins was a plus 20? He had a plus-minus nine points higher than Curry. Would it shock you? that Kivan Looney was a plus 21. Looney had 11 boards. Wiggins and Looney combined had 27 boards. Isn't that really how the Golden State Warriors won game four? So by now, we're about to get into game five. The Warriors have literally caused the Celtics to have decreasing point outputs sequentially now, right, for several quarters. Look at the last two quarters of game three. You'll notice the Celtics' point total dropped from quarter to quarter, right? The quarter where the Celtics scored the most points in game four was the first quarter. Look closely at the 
warrior lineup, you're going to notice some defensive guys who weren't even used that much. Now, keep in mind, Steve Kerr is a strategist. There's one game in this series where he doesn't even play Gary Payton Jr., who now we've all figured out is one of the Warriors' best defenders. Otto Porter hardly played in game five, uh, four. Right? Andre Igudala, according to reports, is healthy. Right? The Warriors, in my opinion, understand that the path to success runs through their defense. Right? Some of the key defenders on this team are rested. They also realize that the path to their success runs through rebounding. Let's add another wrinkle. Look at the box score for game four. Now understand the Warriors have a lot of offensive firepower that has not registered yet in the series. Right, Clay Thompson? I'm just telling you, when Clay is hitting, he'll carry the team. Clay Thompson is that kind of player. Right? Well, Wiggins, 17 points, not 20. Jordan Poole, believe it or not, averaged 17 points per game for the season. I know there's some of you who looked at him in game four and said, oh, Jordan Poole's contributing. Not like he usually does. What I want people to do, too, is to look at Otto Porter's three-point percentage. Right, folks, the Warriors are offensively blessed. We haven't seen it. Right, game four, you had the leader, Steph Curry, say, okay, get on my back, I'll carry you like a knapsack. Right? A lot of Warriors offensively were a little bit sluggish. If they just play up to their potential, they win game five, in my opinion. Right? Just food for thought. So, I like two bets. I know there's a point spread out there. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. I like the Warriors on a money line in game five. I'm still leaning, as I've said after every video on these NBA finals, I'm still leaning with the Warriors to win the series. I also like the under 212.5. Now where the over-under number could get perilous is if the Warriors just jump out, if Clay finds his shot and is alongside Curry and the Splash Brothers are back and it opens up the court for Wiggins and, of course, the new Splash Brother, Jordan Poole, who hit more than 90% of his free throws, folks. This is a shooter. Adds to the party. And let's say Draymond Green is able to score over five points, right? The Warriors themselves might score such a high number that even if they defensively stop Boston, as I suspect they will, even if they hold Boston to 100 points, 
there is a possibility, I'll take the risk, because this is gambling, there is a possibility the over-under number, instead of going under the 212.5, goes over the 212.5, which would be more points, by the way, than were scored in game four. Right? I like the under 212.5. I also like the Warriors on a money line. I'm also going to try to find odds right before tip-off on the under on just Boston's performance. And I'm going to take that as athletic as Jason Tatum has looked. Understand, he had a game in these NBA Finals where he was a minus 36. Right? I'm just telling you, Boston's core is not as efficient as you think they are. There's an efficiency gap here. The Warriors, if anything, have been underperforming. And yet the series is tied after four games. The Warriors have home court back. They're about to play a game five. Let me also point out, too, when I understand the Celtics went seven against the Bucks and went seven against the Heat. Okay, great. Right? These are the NBA Finals. This is a little bit different. Right now, this is the part of the series where the other team has figured you out. They've figured out your game. The defense is much more intense. The pace has slowed down. And now both teams are going to have to hop on planes and crisscross the country. Right? This is not the Celtics going to Milwaukee. Or the Celtics flying to sunny Florida. This is the Celtics flying much farther than that to the West Coast. Right? I think the experienced team, the veteran team, the multiple championship team, the Golden State Warriors is going to be able to handle all of this travel for games five, six, and possibly seven better than the Boston Celtics. I like Golden State in the series. I like Golden State in game five on a money line. I like the under in game five on a money line. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section to this video. Right? Don't be blinded by Steph Curry's 43. Look at the 61 boards. 61 that the Warriors pulled down in Boston in Game 4. Look at Boston's point totals decreasing from quarter to quarter in Game 4. I believe those are the key to this series. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Thanks for stopping by.